Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the first new episode of the Corridor Cast uh, where we get together and, um, well, be ourselves. Uh, so we're going to do that today here. I wasn't myself on the last one. Yeah, well, you were. I wasn't myself on that last. You one. were. It's just it's been a while since that last one, and I wanted to get back to one of those because yeah, we we've had a lot of guests. But you know what? I think it's time where we collectively do an episode together. Guests are interesting, but so you guys are also interesting too. We're breaking all the rules today. We've got laptops. We've got discussion topics. But we can, you know, we're just so we're just gonna go for it. All right, well, let's play a game. Let's you start. Play a game. Can we start with something? Let's start with something. Reference? Can we start with this thing that I was talking about? This, no. my, my my topic. Uh, fine. Yeah. Let's start with your topic. I really, all right. Let me introduce. Let me introduce. Busting my brain all, all right. morning. So y'all might have heard earlier this week there was a college entrance cheating scam. Where, is this Sam's topic? Yes, this is Sam's topic. A, a slew of business executives and high-profile celebrities are amongst more than 40 people charged with 20, with a, in a $25 million cheating scheme for students to gain admission to high-level institutions such as Yale, Stanford, USC, blah, blah, blah. And absolutely no one is surprised. Okay, yeah, so no one is I surprised. Was, no one is surprised. Here, here, <laughs> the best part about this is that apparently, in addition to cheating on the ACT and SAT on behalf of students and bribing coaches and administrators, people also went to the length of... In some instances, pictures of students playing sports were staged, and some pictures <laughs> even used Photoshop to insert applicants' faces onto the bodies of real athletes. That's wow. So yeah. So okay, so, so that all the so, there's a lot of stuff you said there that is stuff that I was unaware of okay. when I initially broached this topic because yeah. what like where I was at here before before learning some of this was I I read a thing about a celebrity being arrested and put on $1 million bail okay. because she paid some money to get her kid into USC, mm-hmm. okay? And so first off, you already pay money to get into USC, a lot of it. And Is she this just the paid, aunt from Full House? She paid, yeah, she paid much more than normal, but once again, it's a private university. So I'm like, why is she being arrested? Like, is it illegal to bribe a private university official? Yes. Okay, so... But what if, like, he just, she just pays someone off the street? Like, what makes a private university official, like, somehow illegal to give money to? Because yeah. they're held to a, a, like, they're held to a code of conduct. To be, I have a school. If you pay me $500, I'll let you into it. I know, but... Well, but, that's... Now yeah. it's illegal? So, yeah, I know. It's definitely a gray area. But the, the first and foremost thing that you're forgetting, Sam, in this, because you were asking me about this earlier, and the whole <laughs> question is, is it, is it illegal? And what is illegal? Yeah, what, what's illegal about first paying? And, first and foremost, it's fraud. Okay. You're, you're misrepresenting. So not only is it fraud on behalf of the um, person at the institution that's taking the money, because yeah. they're, they're, a fraud is a misrepresentation of a material fact that causes somebody else to act based upon that misrepresentation. Okay. So that is what happened so that is fraud as in someone took money at an institution and then said okay now i'm going to turn around and pretend that this person has x amount of 
score on the ACT and is X amount good at X sport. Okay. And I'm going to represent that to the institution. So I, they're they're guilty of fraud, and the person that paid them is guilty of bribery and racketeering. Sure. Because you created a racket that you created a scam. You created a scam yeah. because there's a middleman involved, et cetera, et cetera. But, right. but but usually like when you think about fraud here, fraud is usually like, hey Clint, uh, if you give me a million dollars, I'll give you a a a golden house. All right. <laughs> and you sweet. get it you get it and the house isn't gold. And you're like, you you're, that gold. was fraud. That's fraud. But this is the other way around. It's like, Clint, check this out. How about this? I will give you a million dollars if I give you a golden house. All right? And you're like, okay. I don't lose anything, right? You get, I get a ton of money. But that discounts, that discounts like you know everyone I mean? else involved in the school. I think it's like, more like, the, that's like, what about the neighborhood, you know? Like, I guess so. I it's, it's like, I guess, what about, the, what about the other students that potentially... The school advertises yeah. admissions working a certain way. Yes. And they aren't working that way. That's false advertisement which is fraud so here's an exact thing that uh, here's an uh, an actual allegation that came out of this um apparently former full house star Lori Lachlan uh and her husband designer Massimo which I I don't know if y'all were wearing those Massimo jeans but wait wait really that's the (laughs) the guy Mr. Massimo Story gets yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're comfy it's, clothes. Yeah. Oh so apparently, God. those two paid five hundred dollars. Sorry, five hundred dollars. Five hundred smackers. Five hundred thousand dollars. Five hundred thousand dollars to have their two daughters selected as recruits for the USC crew team, despite the fact that neither of them participated in crew ever. So they they're they're this that's the Photoshop this could heads be the we're photo, talking. Yeah, about. they didn't connect the two directly in the CNBC article, but yeah. it could I want to be. see those Photoshop pictures. Oh, I want God. to see those Photoshop pictures. Like they dude, went on a rowing photo yeah. shoot. At least at the very least, they went <laughs> on a rowing photo shoot. But like, think about this though. Like, how screwed are those kids? You know? Sure, sure. Like, mom and dad put me through this, and like, right. I knew I couldn't do it, so they had to lie. But and some then, of the kids apparently didn't even know about it. Apparently. Well, yeah. What? Like, yeah. Some some oh. some of the parents were apparently just paying to have the grades on the on the uh, standardized tests amended and not telling their kids. I guess that'd be the safest. Yeah, it's like, mom, why it. why are we doing this tennis photo shoot? Like, I don't even play <laughs> tennis. Like, trust me, you're gonna need this for your dad's fashion line. <laughs> it's for your dad's father. It's for for Mr. Malsimo. <laughs> his clothes on for his ma- hold for the, his racket. But for it's, these a, new it's a men's jeans. brand. It's a men's brand, and I'm not a man. Well, they're, so like, they're, they're expanding just out. It. Just yeah. do it. So in the once, age of gender diversity, they're expanding out. Just put on the jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Someone once told me a story about where they were a fly on a wall in a meeting at USC with uh, some of the higher-ups, and they're talking about what they should raise their tuition to for the next year. And they said, like, all right, well, let's, let's pull up what the other most expensive private schools are right now. It's like, okay, cool. That's what the price is. We'll set ours to be 5% higher than that because we need to still be the best, and that's we'll just pick the most expensive price. That therefore the best. Yeah, and that's why I hate. And then USC. of course there's you know all the students are like why are you raising tuition? They have this whole like you know gathering where they explain well costs are going up, yeah. and you know they're just bullshitting everybody on it. And ever since I heard that story, I've just I've had no respect for that school. Yeah, well, not to mention when you read deeper into some of these articles. You see, oh, by the way, when she was arrested, or like the night before this actress was arrested, her daughter was partying on a boat that was owned by one of the board of trustees at USC. So it's like, right, dude. It's first just, off, first off, first off, I, I know why a parent, as as a parent myself, I understand <laughs> trying to get your kid an edge and, and all that stuff. But like, I feel like the order of operations for the way this stuff gets released here, it's like, first off, the kid needs to be expelled. Okay, 
Like that's well, obviously that, that's like the like yeah. that's the true ultimate punishment They've that not needs been to go admitted on here. on merit. So yeah. And yeah. now now let's go to the person at USC who is supposed to be held to a certain standard because of this institution that should be fired. And, the, and the laws that govern accredited universities in the U.S. and all that stuff. And then at the very end of this line here of like of our order of operations here, it's like all right now let's deal with how how we handle the parents like. Did they do a fraudulent donation that was a write-off that they actually paid, et cetera, et cetera? I just think this whole thing is like kind of backwards right now because ultimately it stems from people at the university being corrupt. Because yes, it be, wouldn't have and, happened. And, and but, that's really the big that. story here. Yeah. USC has a lot of corrupt people right. handling their admissions, or at least a lot of people who don't understand how Photoshop works. And they're like, that face, the lighting doesn't match, but you know what? I'll take that as proof of being I'll on the team. I'll take those stats on the crew team. Yes. <laughs> I never had those when I was a youngster. Come on in. I wow. just keep thinking back to those kids, though, like, especially if they didn't know. Especially if they didn't know, like, what? What? I'm being spelled? Like, that yeah. would, that would like, tear apart their relationship with their with their family. Like, I know. You, you, you need to have a more entitled yeah. accent when you're saying what, what. More like, what? What? You're telling me? <laughs> that, that's, that's usually how it goes. <laughs> it's, cra- it's crazy, though, that, like... If they didn't know, and that just like it sprung on them, like the 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 mistrust, and like they would just totally feel um, yeah. betrayed by their. Parents, Unfortunately, you know? I don't, like, I don't, I don't think that any of this is like an isolated incident. You know, it's 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 probably not that they had like a perfect upbringing and trust one hundred percent with their parents in all things, and then all of a sudden one day mom and dad just pull the rug out from under you it's probably like most of the time these situations are like a cycle of habit where one thing triggers mm-hmm. the yeah. person to get caught but something. i could see it being where it's like we want to do what's best for our kid we want to do what's best for our kid and they just do that and they do that and they yeah, have the money just so unfortunately like, well, the hollywood definition of do what's best for your kid is just completely upside down obviously went into a dark zone here. yeah like, we're in the dark zone now yeah like this i'm not saying that this is i'm not Sponsored justifying any of these actions right. i'm just like trying to get into the minds of like how this could have happened you know like probably, yeah. it probably starts with the genes it sucks for the kids with the, with the, the, the sure. company yeah. especially are, if they didn't know about it are any you guys actually surprised though i mean no. no, no, no. So why is it why is it a big deal now? Is it just because somebody got arrested? No, well, this is this is why everybody can like point at them and laugh. Well, this is why I brought this up because I sit there and I read the article and I'm, I'm like, well, first off, just explain to me what's what exactly happened that was illegal here because you have a private university and a mom who wanted to pay extra to an already super expensive school and like I get how that's unfair, but mm. what's why is she arrested with a one million dollar bond? Because it's fraud yeah. and bribery. I guess I and, that's and, a felony. And now I see how we get there. It's most, but it stems from, it stems from probably the laws that govern like USC, right? No, it's, those are those are those are laws just on the books. Like common law prohibits bribery, but it's how, a common law thing. Common but what law is the fraud that is occurring. It's a material misrepresentation caused by a bribery. You're Makes paying someone. You're saying, you're saying, hey, Nico, you're an administrator at USC. Mm-hmm. I'm Lori Lachlan, full house star. <laughs> Here's $500,000 for you to misrepresent the athletic abilities of my children so that they can attend the institution for what you are an administrator. So you're committing fraud and I'm committing bribery so that you can commit that fraud. Therefore, I'm an accessory. Therefore, I'm also guilty of fraud. Gotcha. Yeah, so just, what's what's yeah. what's preventing them from just going, 
We'll do regular admissions. Also, if you want to give us five hundred thousand dollars, what you're kidding? No, that's because that yeah, did, that's, that's, that's contradictory just, to everything that America stands about. Yeah, but that's not like it's. it's I mean, how that, do you think George W. Bush got accepted to both Yale and Harvard? Well, his father was a legacy. So exactly. Let's start there. Yeah. So, so in other words, it wasn't on the merit of the guy applying. Uh, it was on I his attachment. Well, I'm, I'm yeah, trying to figure out. There's a there's it's a loose definition. That's absolutely true. But just paying cold hard cash. I mean, this is basically what Facebook tried to do to us, where they're like, "Hey guys, do you want money in exchange for video posting?" And it's like, well. Maybe if you guys did something for the creators, like we might be more interested, but now you're just whoring us out. But, but, and the same thing's happening here. It's like just paying money, just paying cold hard cash so that your kid can get into an institution. Not only is it illegal, but it's also like completely contradictory. It's, it's illegal to, because, but, but this is this is what I'm trying to figure out still. I mean, obviously, this might the the true answer might be deep down in a law somewhere, but basically, like who you know, like we know who the victim is here. The victim is potential applicants with actual like you know good grades and prerequisites etc and the but, country and where the country, that upholds these institutions sure, as sure. a bastion of education yeah sure but i guess there must be that you're i mean uh, the difference between a bribe and a payment is basically a bribe is subverting a system in order to get your goals basically and just a payment is you know, is doing guess, it legally the, the assumed the assumed correct way? But there, so I mean, you're right. through, through this. We're there's assu- also we're probably a U.S. code on the way that these institutions if, are allowed to run, especially since they're public institutions. Well, no, yeah. So not only is there probably a federal code and a state code against yeah. it, it's also just illegal before common law. That's so that's basically what I'm getting those at. Are is the reasons. there must be some law clearly then governing how these institutions are allowed to handle candidates? Well, yeah, there's all kinds of laws that govern how how institutions govern candidates there's like been like huge like remember like there's title nine and there's like affirmative action and there's been all these things over the last 30 years that have affected the way that public universities and private can can accept students okay because this is this is the real meat of what i'm getting at here because yeah like you zoom out and you're just like crazy mom pays double to get uh, college for her kid you know and it's kind of like yeah. <laughs> the pr- the problem is that it's not it's it'll never be an exact science because it's based upon like a, a number of factors. Yeah. And so there's a number of things that the that the institutions consider when admitting somebody, but obviously just there's a line somewhere. Sure. And okay. they clearly crossed it. They 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 definitely crossed it. I'm tired of all this negative news. Let's talk about something cool. Okay. All right, ready? We're going to do space. Do you guys want to play a game or do you want to talk about a new product? Talk about Let's a new talk product, about a new product right. and then we'll play a game. A new right. product that makes yeah, it sound I, so like <laughs> consumerist. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a cool thing. So basically, question is, buy it or not? All right. The mm-hmm. one wheel, one one wheel just announced a new one wheel, the one wheel pint, in order to become more accessible to their current niche audience. Okay, <laughs> it is Wait, repo- what, what more accessible than to- just their current? Okay, niche okay, audience. okay, okay, Sorry. okay, okay. <laughs> it is reported to be less clunky. A.E., you don't have to take an Uber ride when it runs out of batteries, and it's more affordable at $950, but you only get 6 to 8 miles of range with a top speed of 16 miles an hour. So is $950 actually affordable, and should people buy it? Okay, let me first Clint, say it's our time to shine. Okay, yeah. So uh, <laughs> um, top speed of 16, I bet you can go faster than that. Yeah. Because, like, the top speed on the V1 was, like, 15 or something. Top speed on the XR is, like, some number that we've always – we always break it, that speed. It's all the same. It's just they don't want you to – Everybody talks about nosediving on the one wheel. In reality, all it is is you just over-torquing the motor. And yeah. they're just 
trying to get you not to go too fast. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. it's user error, which Clint has done. <clears throat> oh, I almost broke my <clears throat> I almost broke my arm. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. I was in a brace for also it. almost broke your camera. Almost broke my camera. <laughs> Second day, I got my A7 R2. How do you exceed the top speed? Lean forward too far. Dude, okay, so check this out. I got to tell a story. So um, me and Ren were in Pasadena, like, just trying to break speed records, right? Uh-huh. And, like, they, update, they updated on the app. <laughs> they used to have speed records on the app. Yeah, but they took uh, them off because it's too dangerous. But, like, basically, oh, wow. like, they were updated. Like, you, you know, you're on the app. You're scrolling up. And, like, we're just trying to break the records. And then, like, you see me and Ren's name, like, climbing. Like, dude, nice. And, like, we're going on this, like, straightaway by uh, City Hall. And then all of a sudden, I, I just I, I fly past Ren. And he starts screaming. I'm like, what, what, what? And I look first place 28 <laughs> miles an hour on the v1 <laughs> whoa, whoa. The s- you weren't going downhill no it was flat it was wow flat. and the second day the second day was the day i was with you guys i remember and, this and i had my new camera i was like yeah i broke the speed record i got my new my new camera it's around my shoulder let's go and i just like hey guys watch this and i just <laughs> take off and then all of a sudden like <laughs> did you guys say there were sparks <laughs> no, I can replay this perfectly in my head. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. There's, right. there's probably, let's just say there's sparks. So, <laughs> yeah, the way the one wheel works, just, just real quick here, the way one wheel works, you're on a platform, there's a tire in the middle, so when you lean, like, when, the, when it rolls forward, Newton's laws of motion, there's an opposite reaction. The board's going to tilt back because there's torque. The torque is pushing against the board, but your weight is on the board, and so basically it's just playing a balancing act of you lean forwards, so the motor torques in the opposite direction, pushing you back up. The more you lean, the more the motor has to torque. Now, if you're going really fast and the motor's already spitting you out at like 20 miles an hour down the street and you lean forward even further, well, somehow the motor has to spin even faster. And Clinton is here riding down the street. I'm on a bike. He's in front of me and he's leaning forward and he's leaning forward and he's leaning forward. And then the nose hits and Clint's a pretty graceful guy. So the nose hits. Clint's probably going like 23 miles an hour or something like that. Do you know how fast you were going? Probably that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and you get thrown off and I remember just one solid stomp like your foot just comes down hard on the pavement and you just you stomp as hard as you can because now you're going into a full sprint from standing still to 23 miles an hour <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like it's like waking That's up it's like world record 100 meter pace yeah 23 yeah. miles an hour <laughs> And you get that one stomp in, and then your body's already starting to tilt forward. And, like, from there you go into a tuck, and your camera is on a strap around your neck. And the centrifugal force, your body spinning as you go into this diving roll, has the camera straight out from <laughs> your neck at, like, arm's length as you spin around. And you manage to go down your shoulder, and the camera goes, whap, and, like, whips into the ground. <laughs> and you flip back up, and you actually, like, ran out of it, if I'm not mistaken. That always happens, though. Like, I always dive roll it, and it, like, looks cool, but I'm like... Dude, that hurts so bad. Oh, yeah, you, like, you slap the ground with your hand. Yeah, just bah! And like, I, dude, that night, oh my God, that <laughs> night, dude, I went to bed and I woke up at like three in the morning, covered in sweat, covered <laughs> in sweat. I was like, oh my God, my hand hurts so bad. <laughs> and I, I was like, I started get, <clears throat> to get nauseous and like, I couldn't stop sweating. I, could, I felt like I was about to throw up. It hurt so bad I couldn't go back to sleep, so I just went to urgent care, and they're like, dude, yeah, like, there's, like, a hairline, like, hairline little fracture, like, like that, maybe it was, like, a, 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 it was just a really bad sprain, basically, what they said, like. So, so, uh, the one-wheel pine. <laughs> wait, 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 so that you did, you did 28 miles an hour on a V1, yeah. which the reported top speed was 15. I believe so, you have to look it up, but okay, I believe just, top just for reference, my just... top speed on the XR is 20.3 miles an hour. Okay, so, 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 is this one-wheel pint better now? Is it, is it, would it prevent you from, Sam uh, trying to get us back on topic. Well, I'm just, right. I'm just like, 
nothing, you know. So, Cl- you sp- Cliff, um, so you sprained your hand, not while getting a speed record. The stated speeds for each board of the V1 is 12 miles an hour. More than doubles. Okay, so <laughs> why? I guess. Yeah. Okay, so you can, but you can really go 25. So no. if this reported speed is 15 or 16. So I would. You could probably go. Th- Damn near thirty on it. No, 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 no. not true. It's not the true. same motor as in the XR. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. Oh. I would not go that fast. Like, I'm not trying to do speed records again. Um, like, I feel comfortable at 18, 19, and then like the fastest I've gone is like 21 on the XR. So, 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 is a six to eight mile range far enough? So, here's what's special about the pint. Um, on one hand, like to the consumer, it's a $950 one wheel, and like you only get to that price range if you're looking for like a used V1 or maybe a really good deal on a Plus. Um, but what's more special about the Pint is that it's the company, Future Motion, the guys that make one wheel, it's them starting to modernize their production of these things. Because mm. right now all the one wheels are like handcrafted, hand-milled in like San Jose, California. They so look like, like it. Yeah, well, they're built like it too. Like Each one's like a tank, but like clearly it's really expensive and time-consuming to make each one wheel. And so the pint is them now like taking their assembly process and updating it and making it less expensive and finally getting a little bit more into the mass production market um, and doing a good job of it. It's a little bit smaller. It's only four pounds lighter. It's basically just a, a, a one wheel plus and a little bit smaller. It's just everything's been updated with how they make it. So it's a little bit more of a inexpensive one wheel to make. Alex okay. got one next door. Yeah, pint. Alex Noel. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to try it out. Hmm. Does um, he have, has he received it yet? Doesn't I, it's come out for like, three months. Yeah, pre-order. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, I hear it's zippier because it's the same motor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's lighter, four pounds lighter, um, and you can travel with it. Yeah, uh, because of like the battery regulations on there. Yeah, so airlines, it's a uh, 160 FAA limits batteries. Um, you can't bring batteries on an airplane that's more than 160 watt hours. And so the Pint is 144 watt hours. The XR is 320 watt hours. Oh, so you can travel with that. Yeah. Yep. But I think it's cool. Can't wait to try it. <clears throat> so also, if you guys pre-ordered our sweatshirts, thank you very much. Uh, we'll be having more cool stuff come out this year at uh, CorridorDigital.store. But uh, for those of you who pre-ordered that sweatshirt, it'll be coming to you soon. Um, it's super comfy. The store's popping off, dude. Like, dude. a lot of cool products. A lot, a lot of, of, a lot of good on. stuff going on yeah. this year. So keep an eye. Some cool stuff in the works, too. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Let's play that game. All right. All right, Are Jake. you ready? <clears throat> so you may have heard... Uh, but the uh, Boeing 737 MAX 8 and MAX 9 jet has been pretty much grounded globally mm. since uh, on Monday there was a second crash in six months, uh, which now combined victims of the crash, over 300 people have died. Wow. Um, so uh, the FAA just yesterday said we're going to ground them too along with Canada and the EU and pretty much every other country. So the entire fleet is almost grounded now. Smart. And and according to investigations, um, at least of the first crash in October, which reportedly the Ethiopian crash that happened Monday, the same thing was happening. <clears throat> uh, the pilots were wrestling with the plane because a faulty sensor automatically pointed the nose of the plane down while the pilots struggled to lift it up. Oh While an autopilot. So, yeah, well, or, I don't know if it an was an autopilot. It's an anti-stall yeah, measure. Anti-stall. There's so, another crash that happened years ago. It's a similar thing. Dude, that's so scary. So what would you do? <laughs> not, not to laugh, but what would you do if you were in a plane that was pointing down and you were trying to keep it up? Try to find the button to turn off the computer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that's actually what you're supposed to do. There's, I pull up, I guess. There's, an, there's a trim switch that you uh, you can turn off to disable it, but like no one ever uses it, and you have to be trained to know where so it you is. you got to go full auto. 
or full manual. Full manual. Yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah. it's worth talking about the mechanics of a stall for a second here. Yeah. So, you know, a stall is when uh, air is not passing over the wings fast enough and you no longer basically have control of the airframe because your ailerons and everything doesn't work. It's not necessarily a lack of lift. It's a lack of control. Um, and there was a, an airplane crash, a, a jetliner crash that happened. I can't remember how many years ago. Um, I think they crashed into the ocean. And you can there's a transcript of it, which is actually pretty crazy to read. And the pilots think don't know they're in a stall, and they're, so they're constantly pulling back. They're why is the plane not going up? Why is the plane not going up? And they're just pulling back on the uh, on the sticks the whole time, not knowing that they're just making things worse and worse because they don't have any control. So the plane's not tumbling; it's just lowering mm. and just going down, and down. They're just pulling up, why pulling up, lowering? pulling up. Because uh, it, well, it doesn't have enough lift. Function. They're not going fast enough to generate lift. And then their controls are pulling up, but it's not going to do anything because they have no control. Why was it slowing down? Well, they were, they were already in a stall. But they, what they, the thing is they didn't know it. Oh. And so the plane's actually trying to go down because what you need to do when you're in a stall is you need to tilt the nose down, gain speed, which causes air to move over the wings again, which then gives you control on the airplane again. Mm-hmm. You need air to move over the wings. That's all that really matters. You just need air moving over the wings. You don't even need lift. You just, you just need control. Once you have control, then you can gain speed, then you can get lift. Um, but the plane was going down with the nose up because they're pulling back the whole time. Like, oh, we're losing altitude. We don't want to do that. We need to keep pulling up. And so there's, their plane's just, just belly nuts. flopping into the ocean. Oof. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, since then, they've updated things and they changed things. And that's a little bit of what you're getting here is a stall override. The plane's stalling. So the, the software's kicking in going, oh, no, you're not going to get a pull up anymore, which is a human instinct. I don't want to go down. Pull up. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like you need to tilt the nose down, get control, and then we can get out of it. But the issue is that they had, you know, uh, faulty readings from the measurements because of how it was all set up. Dang, it's son. Terrifying. You know, it's super terrifying, but, you know, this is also um, why I'm getting into flight simulators right now. <laughs> no <laughs> joke. You find yourself behind. <laughs> no joke, because uh, I was watching that Fire Festival documentary, oh and God, so good. Uh, I forget the name of the guy. He was, like, Dutch or something, the logistics guy, the pilot. Remember? You know, he... yeah. He, he, he was the guy who was who told them how many porta potties they needed, and then they fired him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there was yeah. like a little throwaway line, which was like, "Oh yeah, I learned how to fly in Microsoft Flight Simulator, and I've been a pilot ever since." I'm like, "Whoa!" I'm like, "Hold the phone." <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me I can get a lot of my flight knowledge from a flight simulator, like, and I, it's like it just never clicked. I thought that was always like a recreational thing, so I, I've been diving into it with like X Plane. Oh my god. Is it hard? No. Well, I mean, <laughs> yes, but no. But it's just right there waiting for Sam's you to going learn. Full dad. Flights. Oh my I god! I do no. want to get my pilot's license one day. This would be a really great way to basically know a lot of stuff before like, you get like there. You get ahead of the game. You remember you that jump guy? Kind of you, thing? you get way ahead of the game. And I'm listening to this guy who's going through all like the tutorials. He's made all these YouTube videos, and he actually has a pilot's license. Yeah. So he Whoa. talks. He talks through it and goes like, "Yep, that's right. Yep, that's right. Yep, that's right." And then, oh, that one's kind of right. I I like to go 80 knots versus 75, and this, you know, like little things like that. Yeah. But, oh, dude, see now now. Everything Nico said. We got to keep this I software understood. out of the hands of ISIS, guys. Wait, you know who else learned how to fly <laughs> the on the hands simulator? Of, hands who? on it. That guy who hijacked, who stole that plane over oh, like, in Seattle. On. No, seriously, he learned how to fly that plane the in bag, a flight simulator. The bag man? The bag tosser? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. He learned how to fly it in a flight simulator and then stole the plane. He's supposedly suicidal. And he's like, I'm going to go for a joyride in this thing. I have an idea of how it works. I'm not going to worry about landing it. And like. Yeah, he he managed to do tricks that they didn't think he could do. Yeah, Mm -hmm. 
Wow. Wait, did he land? What happened? Well, I don't know he, anything about He crashed he cr- and He died. crashed it into an island. Yeah. But yeah. he stole a plane. I mean, yeah. he did a loop with it. He was doing flips with it. He's doing like... He like went bonkers one day. He was a baggage guy. Okay, he so, just so like went is... bonkers one day, grabbed a plane and took off and then like crashed <laughs> into an island where after I would ask a few Jared, hours. Hold on. the video so we can hear the voice, rec- the voice of the guy. Because they're talking to him on the, on the radio while he's doing all this. What kind of plane? What kind of plane? What yeah, yeah. How many passengers? I thought we were talking about a jet. I, gotta, I, I don't know. I don't know. Let me see if I can find it. Talk, this like sounds incredible. Like a four person? Like a little Cessna thingy? Baggage man plane ride. Bagman. Bagman steals plane. Oh, Here audio, audio leading up to... Yeah, there you go. Here audio. A big plane. Holy crap. <laughs> this is way more intense than I thought it was. Goddamn Kevin O'Leary. Yeah, we, we don't need... We got plane ads uh, on the plane video? Yeah, plane Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, no, he's good. Whoa! Whoa, can you... That's some, like, behind enemy lines. Yeah, here, can you can you mute it while we yeah, watch yeah. it? Because yeah. we, we probably can't use yeah, this yeah, stuff yeah, with yeah. the audio. No, 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 no. You no, gotta play the audio. The audio's free, like, it's free domain. The audio's not licensed. That's him. There Hold he on. is, he guys. <laughs> Hold on. We're, we're just getting, we're getting, like, the, the, the... Whoa, it's that kind of plane. That's serious, dude. So he probably looked at this plane every day and became infatuated with it. Like and then day. flew a flight simulator with it. And he was like, you know what? This is gonna be great. One day... Here, play some here, audio. Here, here's some of the oh audio. Oh my Ready? god, look at the... St- yeah, he did a barrel roll. Yeah. Here, ready? Here's some audio. Here's some and audio. They freaking shoot missiles at him. Ready? <laughs> here. I got a lot of people that care about me. And, uh... It's gonna He realizes that people care about him when he's up there. Just a broke guy. <laughs> God damn, got that right. Sounds like Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec. <laughs> wow. Anyways. All right. All right. Wow. So anyway, they had a whole conversation. Eventually, it didn't end the way that uh, the negotiator. Did he try and land it, or was hoped. he just like, nah? No, I think he just flew it until it ran out of yeah. gas. What happened? He, he, he died. He died. Yeah. Dang. It's basically suicide by plane crash. Whoa. Sad, <laughs> but sad, but uh. Yeah. What a way to go. It's kind of beautiful. Yeah, it's kind of beautiful seeing kind of the footage of him flying around in this like beautiful sunset, like. In this I mean, huge plane, you want to encourage other people who are suicidal to steal planes. I mean, first off, stealing a plane things, is really yeah. hard. You should you should call it beautiful, but I don't think it is. I think it's tragic. I'm, I'm not encouraging. I mean, the guy's an idiot. The footage is beautiful. Look, let's be the real. The story's tragic. <laughs> Funky things happen throughout history, especially looking back on things from you know from time. This is one of those things that there's some there's something beautiful about it. I'm not celebrating a man's death, but there's something unique. And a guy getting to go out there, 
hide like stealing a plane. We've all thought about it. Come on, let's be real. We've all thought about what if I just ran and jumped in that cockpit? Could I fly the plane? Oh no way! I've never thought about that. What? <laughs> no way! <laughs> what? I, can't, I can't fly a plane. Each time you look if, at the cockpit, the pilots, you, you never played like heart attacks. You never played Could like I land 007, the Like what if I had to jump in there, secret mm-hmm. agent style, and fly that thing? What would you do? I've thought about like if a plane went down in the water and like I had to bust the door open and hold my breath. Like I thought about that, but I'm never about like. That's like a, a plane. I don't know how to fly a plane. Did you guys ever see the video of uh, <laughs> All right. somebody filming like from a little like puddle hopper in Hawaii <clears throat> in the plane, like they're flying and like the engines die and they end up crash landing in the water. The person's filming the whole time with their phone. Yeah. Wow. From good... like from flight all the way to getting out of the plane in the ocean. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. A hell of a video clip. Yeah. Wow. All right. What's the game? You had this game. That was the game. The game was what would you do if we, you were the pilot, we, we but just, we went on. Oh, we that just, was, oh, that was the game? Yeah. We, we pay, played the expansion we pack, We played man. the expansion pack. We never actually got to the core the core game. We, we did the DLC. We're moving on. All right. Ready? Just making me think about that one clip of uh, the skydivers that all were rolling GoPros, and the two planes collided yeah, in the air, and then crazy. everybody survived because they were all wearing parachutes, but it's, like, by far the craziest video on YouTube. I got to see that. I haven't seen that. Jared, pull it up. No, no we, can't. we don't have audio <laughs> on don't, this. You don't need audio. Don't need audio. It's just, it's just wind and explosion sounds. <laughs> That's great. All right, fine. Pull it up. <laughs> Jake hasn't seen this. This is the best video on GoPro. Non-lethal aviation Sky, accidents. Skydiving are the airplane best. collision. GoPro skydiving Col- airplane collision collection collision collision collision. You got it. You got it. Boom! That's it. Amazing skydivers land Dude, safely after plane. This is crash. by far the craziest video on YouTube. Can you pull this under the? No, you don't need audio. You trust don't need me. audio. It just no. Pull it under the feet. Dude. Yeah, you gotta cut that in too, and later on. Oh, dude. Oh, oh man! Whoa! 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 Get out! Get out! Get go, out! Go, go, go. This is what they're saying. Go! 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 They're going, yeah. go, go, go. Oh, go, 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 go. Oh, oh, no. oh, no, it's in the plane. <laughs> That'd be so intense because it's like, you know you're okay, but what about your buddies, you know? Oh, yeah. Oof. Yeah, let's see the alternate angle. Everybody's like, got GoPros, which is like, the crazy part. Like, are all you rolling? <laughs> alternate angle. From both planes. They're like, get out, get oh. out. Oh, oh no. Oh, the planes the are stuck like, together. On the corner of the screen. Look at that shot. See ya. Look at that shot. It's incredible. Like, Dude, like, all these people skydiving, like, the planes, like, going down in flames behind them. Whoa. Where did pretty the planes incredible. land? Because yeah. they're above land. I mean, I'm They sure. are above land. Somewhere on the ground. Dude, <laughs> uh, this, this part's like, crazy. <laughs> Somewhere on the ground. <laughs> Somewhere. Look at that guy hanging on the freaking... just eating toast? I wonder, what, how did the pilot get out? He must have just bailed, and then they caught him. Whoopsie. The guy, like, holds on for a moment. Oh! my God! What did the pilots do? <laughs> jumped out. They jumped out and they got caught. Oh, probably, yeah. Yeah, he must have been like, don't catch me. I want to know where those Over planes here. landed. <clears throat> no one died? No one died. Wait, the pilot must have, maybe he was wearing a parachute too. Mm-hmm. Okay, there we go. That explains Not it all. Not even the falling plane? Let's see if we can track what happens to the pilot. Here, keep an eye. Oh, shoot. Whoopsie. Where's the pilot? What a crazy everybody angle. Everybody had nope, no GoPros. Yeah, everybody had GoPros. Gosh. Where's the pilot? Dude? Every angle. They put the they, they put the shots each angle Look in, at him in the best order. Around for the pilot, he's yeah. like, yeah. Well, there, who the fuck's wait, that? What was that? Who's that guy? It's a missile. Do you think 
Do you think at one point these guys are thinking, I need to get the shot and like turn to look back for the explicit purpose? No. No. That's like such a filmmaker thing to do. You care about your life first. Your life is the first thing. <laughs> yeah, you look around and make sure, make sure your chill. life is good. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you had audio, you could hear them actually like counting and like making sure that they got everybody. And they're landing like, is he down? Is he good? Is he good? Like, and everybody's like talking and like figuring out if everybody's, if everybody's there. Whoa. Like, what did you do today? Oh, <laughs> jumped out of an exploding plane crash. <clears throat> oh my god! Lived. <laughs> he still lands like in the designated landing spot. Right. Too. That's yeah, what's th- so funny about it. Now they all got that itch. It's like, dude, it's just not as fun unless the planes <laughs> crash into each other. Now. <laughs> Man, I'm done with regular right, skydiving. Let's move on. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> All right. So, um, recently, uh, Nico uh, turned me on to this um, channel on YouTube called Patty Mayo. Okay? I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but since 27... 27- don't give them the views, guys. Don't give them the traffic. S- don't tell them how much traffic it no, has? So don't, don't, like, oh, to people yeah, listening. Oh, yeah, don't go to it. Don't yeah. go to it. Don't give them so the... So, here's the deal on, on Patty Mayo. Let's just take a step back and talk about this for a second. Since 2017, YouTuber Patty Mayo has been producing a show that quote, follows the life of bounty hunter Patty Mayo in the course of hunting down fugitives on bond throughout California. Now, the show uh, looks and feels like a real law enforcement show you might find on A&E or Cops, but but Patty Mayo isn't a cop or law enforcement of any kind, and the show makes no disclaimer whatsoever about being scripted or staged. How do we know it's scripted and staged? Nico, do you well, want to take that? So I, did, I came across this just as a random like video recommendation. I think the title was like, guy puts me in an arm bar while on cuffs. I'm like, huh. So I click on it. It had like 22 million views. And it's it's very much filmed like cops where the guy, he has a vest on. This is like bail enforcement agency or some other like BS yeah, well, made And he up wears title. a sheriff one too. Eventually. He eventually yeah. just upgrades to pretending he's a cop. Yeah. Um, And it's him like, you know, clearly breaking the law like trying to arrest quote unquote a guy who like didn't quote unquote pay his bail yeah um i was like this is weird like first off he's like pointing a gun at the dude like that's really pretty illegal Mm -hmm. and like to get you in trouble like there's kidnapping charges you could drop on something like this is all not obeying any sort of conduct yeah there's no right like clearly not whatsoever yeah wait did nico did you natty discover this i natty discovered this this isn't through like reddit or another youtube video You, you 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 were you you were recommended this video recommended by the this. algorithm. Well, how do you know, <laughs> how do you know it's fake though? Like, because like so, you have your suspicions. Well, it was videos. weird, right? So it was weird. So I started looking into it a little bit more. First, I just looked at his other videos, and the most recent ones on this channel, they're all wearing sheriff uniforms. I'm like, okay, if they're wearing sheriff clothes, I know there's certain regulations, like certain procedures you have to follow as a cop, and they're not following any of it. So that starts to set me off too. And then in the description, there's just a little hint that says, "Not affiliated with any law enforcement agency." So, yeah, that's it in that's the description. It. Other people have started making videos busting this guy. So Patty Mayo, his real name is Patrick. <clears throat> he's actually a YouTube pranker uh, from Oregon, and once YouTube started like demonetizing all that like that prank stuff, especially like the really hardcore prank stuff that you know shitty people were doing, he was one of those shitty people, and he jumped on over to, to doing this fake cop show. Upgraded. So he went <laughs> even <laughs> deeper. Yeah, they in found the wrong direction. <laughs> they found uh, <laughs> casting uh, calls for his shows. Um, on like actors access kind of stuff uh-huh. um, with his name, his real name on it and his girlfriend's name saying like, I'm shooting a scripted, you know, cop style show. I need actors in it. And being a filmmaker watching it, I can, I can tell that it's not real, you know, especially being familiar with like the, the actual procedures real police would have to go through. Um, 
But people say in the comments, but the big thing is like his disclaimer. I mean, there's actually a, a news segment from an Oregon uh, TV station, Oregon TV station, interviewing him where he's saying it's scripted. So you have it, you know, the words yeah. from the horse. So the mouth. problem, the problem, oh. though, is that the show comes off as a reality-based law enforcement show. Yeah, he doesn't say to it the anywhere untrained in his viewer. Yeah. And since 2017, he's amassed five million subs and 400 million worldwide views. So, should this be considered lying? And should YouTube shut this down? I guess the bigger question is: Should YouTube demonetize people for lying? Yeah. No. No. What? I think I college entrance scam Sam over here. I, I feel like I don't think so. I, I don't Lying think so. isn't illegal, generally. Yeah. But it's not a matter of law. Is YouTube at the point, like, YouTube, when it's p- portraying ads on people, it's the same thing as television. Like, if this was on TV, the FCC would come in and they would shut it down. You should, should definitely demonetize people for lying. Yeah. People that are doing, like, Hands down. anti-vax, like, promotional videos finally got demonetized, like, a few weeks ago. Like, straight up lying to people, especially in a way that can be, like, construed as like uh what's the term i'm looking for truth (laughs) i mean there's a difference between like hey this is a fictional show like yeah technically it's not a lie when you're doing a fictional show but when you're portraying something as being real and it's not and you're deceiving people that's what i'm looking for straight up deception shouldn't be monetized so like pure ownage not with pure ownage like First season, they should be demonetized off so, YouTube. Or, or, or like, remember Owl and Tutorial, the avant-garde tutorial thing, and then uh, it's a channel where he, a character's basically making these harebrained tutorials, and then towards the end, like, there's a weird, funny subplot that this guy, Alan, is trapped and is being held hostage and is trying to do tutorials and is hot. But, but where's the lie in that? Where's the lie with him he, doing? He's I'm not do, really being held hostage. He's like, not. He's not trapped. Yeah, but it's, it's all. It's all fake. He never like in his tutorials. He's like, I'm gonna make a tutorial on like how to make a a pot, and like then he like he slaps some mud around. And it gets really well, weird. Like I'm, he's not lying to you. I'm just saying like there's. Yeah, but, it's a gray zone. But it's like, a gray, I mean, it's definitely a do you have to? Do you do you always have to say whether what you're doing is fiction well, or if not? If a large amount of people, if a large enough amount of people would be deceived by your actions such that like the common person would would see that and be deceived by it i, I think then that's where you cross the line yeah like, about lip singing well here's the thing if alan tutorial was saying he was kidnapped and people were believing him then yes that can cause harm if people are like there's a guy that's kidnapped and he's uploading videos on youtube and he, like he's not faking it there's somebody like really in trouble we need to call the cops and you call 911 it's like yeah that's not okay you know i think it can cross that line but he didn't like Alan Tutorial definitely did not cross that line. Who was that original YouTube girl that was doing the show where she was lonely, lonely girl, girl 15? 15. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah it was completely should, scripted. Should we put her in jail? No, 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 no. No one's going to jail. I'm just saying <laughs> put Alan in jail. And this stuff none of this stuff should be taken off YouTube either. It just shouldn't be monetized. Right, but that shouldn't be monetarily rewarding people for deceiving people because what you do is you encourage bad behavior. So what about our videos? Do we have to say all all events in primitive technology, zombie meat harvester are fictional. It's no our, zombies ever existed fictional. in real life or it's were clearly harmed. fictional. No, because so, the average it's, person is not going to look at it and think that it's real. No, yeah. but, like but we, we clearly have a scripted show on, I mean, on Corridor. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You're I'm right. Sorry. It's, it's a gray area. Nico, Nico you looked at this area, and you were like, oh, something's up about this. And then you the research fact, it and you're like, oh, it's fake. But And so Sam, someone can watch Primtech and they'll watch it and they're like, most people think I can, it's real. I can think, I think this is fake. And you watch the BTS and you're like, okay, it's fake. Sam, the fact <laughs> that there's not a single disclaimer at the beginning of any of these videos that says this is a scripted show or a depiction of well, law enforcement. No one would watch it if it was fictional. Exactly. exactly. So that's he's, the he's point. Deceiving so he's you for money. deceiving you, yeah. 
It's deceit. There's a part of the clip when I watched, he pulls out the gun, puts it to the window of the guy's car because the guy gets in the car and locks himself. And he says, I'm going to blow your brains out if you don't get out Think of the car. Think about a 10-year-old who like, watches that video crossing the line. not knowing well, that mis- he's not a real sheriff, yeah, thinking that that's how law enforcement works, and then going, yeah, it's no wonder why, you know, people, like, it's like you're encouraging that. No, it's damaging. It's misrepresenting police officers. Like, it's putting him in the worst light. I mean, hell, there's a comment from Mr. B saying, hey, really appreciate and respect what you guys are doing. Mr. Beast on this? Yeah. yeah. Mr. Beast is a whole other topic. That guy, that guy. Well, hold on. Let's let's, 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 let's finish this. This is interesting because, like, there's some fundamental stuff here that I agree and disagree with. Okay, so the the fundamental question is, should YouTube demonetize people for deceit? And well, is this deceit? Because, like, I yeah, mean... false rep- false representation like this, I think, should be demonetized. I don't think it should be removed. And people confuse demonetization with censorship. And, like... Well, well you're kind, right, you're right, you're kind right. Of you're right. Is. Well, well, it kind of is no, to a certain degree. Well, it is, but it isn't. It's not censorship. It just means yeah, you're right. it's not you can't make a career out of bullshitting people, which is, like, which you is can't make fair. a career out of snake yeah. oil. Okay. You know, actually, here we go. You, you, you just won me over. Because it's basically, like, the snake oil thing. It's yeah. that It's basically... This is, like, idea snake oil. Where you like you think you are getting something that is is real, and that's why you like it, but it's all totally BS, and people are tricking you. Yeah. And like I would argue that like that I don't. I mean, once again, don't have anything to back it up. But you bring up that Mr. Beast thing and that kind of genre of like I gave my friend a million dollars because blah blah. It's like, okay, first off, I don't know if like like what you're doing is real. Like just like this, it's it's like, but by people thinking that content is real, yeah. It's, you, you get that idea snake oil thing again where people are like, wow, they yeah. really did this? Wow. I don't think Mr. Beast should be demonetized for deceiving people. I think he should be demonetized because it's trash content. That's my opinion on it. Well, that doesn't stand up in uh, this conversation. Trashy content will forever and ever <laughs> I know. be a bastion of yeah. People can say that about our stuff. People can say about anything. Yeah, arguably our stuff's yeah, trashy but, at times. Dude, you're going to – don't – how dare you? How well, dare hold on, you? Hold on. Let's not slip How into dare this. you compare Corridor to Mr. Beast? I'm hey. not comparing it. Okay, um, I'm Thank just you. saying that, like, Thank you. that's subjective. In no way, you know, in okay, our videos, in enough. no way do we try and defend that it is real or that he really lives in the jungle, etc. So, there's that. But, I mean, what, what, did what? Mr. Beast really give one of these YouTubers $200,000 for winning it? It was $100,000 per round. And I don't know, to be honest with you, he might have. It was sponsored by Apex, and so they had some prize money. But there's no proof it's of just, that. He's just the he's just the next guy in the line of trash humans who play, who who. Well, hold who, on, real quick. Take, take advantage, advantage of people for people's obsession with materialism. Nico, he's just the Nico, next guy in line. Nico, can I you gave a homeless man just a like home. the most expensive show on, on Vice and yes, just on, like hold on. Hold on. Clint, what were you gonna say? Most people don't know who Mr. Beast is. Who's Mr. Beast? What oh, most people know who Mr. Beast is. He has 15 million subscribers. I didn't know. More people know. probably know who Mr. Beast is than know who we are. Yeah. Well, no, that's for sure, actually. Yeah. But, so yeah. Mr. Beast is basically a YouTuber. Like, he's like one of those meme lord kind of YouTubers. Um, See, he's like, look, look just, his just take shtick. a glance. $200,000 YouTube airsoft battle royale. And all Surprising that- strangers with 100 zombies. I gave a homeless man a home. In Standing the- still for 24 hours straight. Statue challenge. The comments are always like, you know what? He's like doing something good for the world and blah, 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 blah. But he's just playing people the whole time. So, yeah. Mr. Beast, basically, his, his shtick is more or less getting people's attention by spending large amounts of money. Whether or not he's actually spending large amounts of money, I don't know. And I... Quite frankly, I don't think most of his viewers really even care. 
It's more about him going out and doing goofy things. And he also does other things that aren't money-based. He's just kind of like one of those extreme stunter-style YouTubes. And I don't mean stunts in the dangerous sense. I mean, remember when we were... I have a sneaking suspicion that Mr. Beast watches all of our stuff. In fact, I know that he watches, <laughs> listens to our podcast. <laughs> so I'm sorry that you're hearing us talk shit about you. But <laughs> um, remember when he did that whole, like, hey, we have 30,000 miles of Uber credit? No. What? Okay, so we've, we had potential access to, like, 30,000 miles of Uber credit. Corridor did? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we knew someone. Um, and we're like, wouldn't it be funny to 30, do an Uber... $30,000 Sorry, $30,000 of Uber credit. Wow. We're yeah. like, wouldn't it be funny to do an Uber ride from L.A. to New York? And we made a video hypothetically talking about it. And then, like, two weeks later, Mr. Beast did it. Hmm. So... I'm pretty sure he watches our stuff because um, I mean he he's directly commented on one of the podcast episodes. Oh, too. that was him who did it. Yeah. Oh, good for him. I mean, to be fair, none of us were going to sit in Look, Uber for like a week. Yeah. Well, but he did. He, he, yeah, and he got 18 million views on it. I mean, I don't know if he actually sat in an Uber for like four days going across the United States, but I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but more so, I think what what Mr. Beast represents is the same thing that Ryan's Toys Reviews represents, which is yeah. pure unadulterated like exploitation of people's materialistic tendencies which right. is to say kids love toys and candy let's make a video like let's make a channel it's all about just toys and candy and it's and the same thing that logan paul said when he was here and he said how he was going to engage in the drama content if that was what people wanted to hear and but the thing is is that at no point is the question ever asked like what am i doing for the world as a result of this like the people that watch it i know i'm exploiting them and you you can sit back and you can say well it's their fault for watching it and it's on them because they're the ones who turn it on and and i'm just making it and if millions of people want to watch it that's up to them that's like saying that's like like a meth dealers right (laughs) exactly they're all just smoking the meth hey man they don't have to buy it (laughs) it's like no you're distributing it you're creating it and distributing (laughs) it and you're not taking into consideration the negative effect it has on the world. Yeah. So what are what are the negative effects of watching Mr. Beast? Well, I will say Paul? to Mr. Beast's credit, it's, his videos aren't as materialistic as say a toy review. No, channel. not as much. I agree with. I that. mean, surprising somebody with a hundred zombies isn't. A materialistic but like going video. and and sitting and having a Brazilian steak dinner where one of the Brazilian steaks is lined in gold leaf. Like that's just. Yeah. Though I think I think there are people- much better cases of it than Mr. Beast. Because Mr. Beast is clearly pushing much more towards the entertainment side. Okay, fair enough. Do you think that people watch his videos and are just like, I can't, they're just judgment, essentially? Like, I feel like a good portion of, like, Logan Paul and Jake Paul's views are just judgment views, you know, where you watch it to hate it. Oh, definitely. You think it's the same with this guy? No, no, no. I mean, like, Mr. Beast bought, like, four seats to the Super Bowl so he could wear shirts that said sub sub to PewDiePie. Yeah, so he does stuff like that, and, like, a lot of of his audience loves him for it because I'm sure sure someone's going to comment about how my opinion is completely wrong about him, but... My opinion is based upon the fact that he doesn't make consideration for the effect that he has on others. And, what and as a content creator, you need to. And what effect is that? It's it's basically you're not using your voice to teach anyone anything. You're just using it to. That's fine. You don't have to teach anyone anything. No, mm, I don't agree with that. Like, I you actually don't have to be a role. I mean, there, you don't... no. The, I think like you have you have <clears throat> at least a modicum of responsibility to create something where when people walk away from it, it at least like doesn't make them dumber. Yeah, although although this kind of reminds me of like 
listening to Alex Jones talk about <laughs> the idea of like this, this like the government, the elite version of the government, like splitting off from the rest of the population oh, no. to control them. What? You know, how does this have to do and anything with that? Mr. What if Mr. Beast is a government conspiring <laughs> agent to try and help ease and create that rift between like the easily controllable oh masses God. and the actual like government and the shadow government that actually that actually runs the world. I'll, I'll, <laughs> no, I'm, what? no, I'm joking. Yeah, around. no way. It, said it reminds me of something my grandma said to me before I went off to college, which she said, "That's the fun explanation." She's like, "What are you going to study one. in school?" I said, "I'm going to study filmmaking." She goes, "What are you going to do to make the world a better place? You could be a doctor. You could be a scientist. What are you going to do to make the world a better place?" I'm like, "Well, I'll, I'll tell stories." She's like, "Stories are important, but what are you going to do to make the world a better place?" And I was like, "Well, I guess I'll have to tell stories that are important." Yeah. The kind that make the world a better place. She's like, good. Also, laughter Go is that. laughter is the best medicine, but and so that makes you even more impo- important than a doctor. <laughs> that's what I mean. When you take when you take away all the when you take away all the like um, interpretation of of what the content is, whether it's Patty Mayo or Mr. Beast, and you just sit back and you and you ask that question, what does it do? Mm-hmm. Like, I just. That's why I can't never get on board with it because yeah. it just doesn't do anything. Well, yeah, yeah, that's fine for you, but like it doesn't have to do anything. Well, I'm, you say, know? I'm like, saying I, you can well, say it doesn't have to from like sure, but I'm taking a moral stance on it. You're absolutely right, and in, yeah. in, in, in that taking that stance, like you're right, it doesn't have to. Somebody doesn't have to be obligated to do that. Yeah. But as somebody that, but I just feel like well, then maybe that person doesn't have a soul. I don't know. <laughs> but like, but like, yeah, no, I agree because it's like, you know, like when you're, you're a kid and you're watching Nickelodeon and they would every once in a while, they'd have these like prizes, which was like a, a shopping spree in Toys R Us where you could hey, grab as many toys as you wanted. Yeah. And every single time I saw that commercial for that, like I died on the inside yeah. because I was like, I would want, I would kill for that. And it didn't make me right. happy. Right. It definitely did not make me smarter. Mm. It didn't do anything positive for me other than like this like spark of like bloodthirsty rage of like, <laughs> like jealousy would, and, and like, jealousy yeah. and, and all that stuff and right. when i look at mr beast videos i i i feel that and i see it because i'm not i'm like it's not funny it's not like humor it's not entertainment it's like something that prods you deep inside and like makes you like forces you to watch it because you're just yeah. like i i i would I want to kill all these people who are in this. I, they're all trying to be better than me. Like I'm not. I'm not. I tell, I I'm totally, not a shit person. Yeah. I'm. I'm yeah. you know, I totally I can go know. All right. Jones, but brings I totally out that like primal. Yeah, and yeah. then especially when you look at, but that, that, that's even more distilled in those like toy channels, the unboxing channels. Yeah. I mean, those are far, stuff. far worse offenders, in my opinion. Although this, this is this kind of like this is like this Mr. Beast channel in a way, though it's like. He kind of he's like, oh yeah, you think I can? You think toys are the only thing that'll create that feeling? It's like, watch how creative I can get. <laughs> I mean, the Mr. Beast channel to me, it's it's fantasy fulfillment. It is, but see, so yeah, it's, that's a, it's that, a what yeah. if channel. Yeah, what if I gave ten grand that, to a streamer? Exactly. What would the reaction, be? you know, yeah. and just prefacing this, <clears> it's just a human I, experiment. I have to, I have to fully disclose, like it's not is like I don't want to be ragging too hard on this channel because, like, as I go through it, it's like there are some really interesting concepts that are being played out here. But it does, I am just saying, it, it does start to tap into that concept. And there's plenty of other people who out there out there who are actually truly guilty of that kind of exploitment. Yeah. So I don't, I don't want to just like lay it all down on this guy's channel because it's not, I don't think that's fair to him. All right. Anyways. Let's leave it there. I think the closing comment is, if you are exploiting a homeless person for views by giving them something, I think that's distasteful. And it's very generous of you to give them something. But I would rather you see it. I'd rather see you do it 
in a way that doesn't profit that you don't. I'd rather from. not see you do it. <laughs> I'd rather uh, yeah, you do I'd rather it you, and me I'd not rather you see do you do it. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd rather you yeah. just do it out of the goodness right. of your heart. Yeah, it's like you, you guys ever watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? There's a really great scene where uh, Larry David and all his, all his boys are like at this like function, and they're both looking up there to like all this this donor wall. And they're all like, man, I wonder what it'd take to get up there. And they're like, oh, look, anonymous. And one of them's like, yeah, that's me. And everyone's like, oh, <laughs> you have to get that for that. And then they all start like putting, like paying more to get anonymous. Now that they know. That's super funny. That's amazing. That's all, the best. It's, that's the race. They're like, I'm changing my name to anonymous. So, but I'm, but then telling everyone that. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head That's there, Nico. Amazing. It's, it's it's the idea that you you do it under this facade that you're doing something for somebody else, but you're really doing it for yourself. Right. And that's what disturbs me about it. Anyway, moving on. Agreed. <clears throat> All right. Something's happening in the streaming world, guys. <laughs> okay. First and foremost, Disney. Where are all those sound effects, guys? <laughs> Disney, Disney announced. Disney announced just earlier this week that it is acquiring. Well, it's already announced that it's acquiring, but it has announced that the we'll deal close. to buy 21st Century Fox for 72 billion with a B, boys, is expected to become effective next week. Ugh. So they're going to buy 21st Century Fox, which will give them control of Avatar. And also film rights to a number of Marvel characters, including Fantastic Four, X-Men, and Deadpool. Not my X-Men! Okay, and in addition to this, <laughs> this is all pretty much in a ramp-up to the launch of their streaming service, Disney+, Plus, which obviously is going to be a competitor to Netflix and um, will produce original shows and movies for the service. Disney+, Plus. Mm-hmm. that's such a boring name. Yeah, so... So with all that going on, with all that going on, at the same time, Apple is expected to announce on March 25th that it too is going to unveil a TV streaming service. Oh my God! Apple Originals. Apple Original. It's going to be called. Well, they haven't. They don't even have a name for it. It's just expected. They're going to start with a Beatles documentary. So the Me Too movement. (laughs) Featuring John Lemon and Ringo. So so is this finally (laughs) the culmination of what started uh, about? 12 years ago now yeah with this like actually the final the final big boys such as disney and apple coming into the streaming world disney now owns media period like the concept of media <laughs> like, like, like trade like, market like, like gonna... literally they're the monopoly on media it's they're gonna happening. trademark react <laughs> they're gonna trademark media <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> nuts they're yeah. gonna trademark the numbers 16 by 9 <laughs> <laughs> okay so what's the fear Disney takes over, they buy everything. What's the what's the fear? I mean that that think, being yeah. I think to me the big question is at what point does uh, popular culture become owned by the culture and not by the company that made it? I'll tell at you. At what right. point is this a lightsaber owned by all of us who enjoy and live in our fantasy world of Star Wars and not by Disney who says, You can't use that. Okay. You know? Well I think I think I think it's it's two things. One, uh, okay, so the concept of using like s- it's just the concept of a visual medium that Disney is basically trying to dominate, you know, and this is that next step in it. And if you look at like any other industry in the world, um, you know, it starts, it starts out, there's a lot of healthy competition and then it slowly starts converging in towards a few, few people here. Yeah. And I think when people react to Disney and all this stuff, it's like, well, first there's YouTube. That's the, that's that's not Disney right now. YouTube is the daytime television of media world. Pretty much. Well, I'm saying it's like right now. It's basically it's you have 
currently it's Netflix and YouTube are like the two ways that people generally watch media. Yeah. And Hulu. this might become that. Well, Disney's doubling its stake in Hulu with this acquisition of 21st Century oh, I Fox. Suppose, Fox is They're going to be the majority uh, owner with 60%. Sure, sure. But I'm, I'm just getting at wow. like just big yeah. high concept here. It's like, well, if you're not into Disney, you know, maybe uh, try books. You know, uh, or virtual reality video games with like on Steam with using a Vive. You know, it's like those are good alternatives now to like our what we've considered like media for like the last hundred years. 2D Disney. Like if it's moving, if, if it's 2D on a screen and moving, that's Disney now, basically. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, like I, at the end of the day, if it creates another like what people because right now it took Netflix forever to get there, but right now. The, the the only arguably the only legitimate distribution platform for movies and shows there's a few of them there's Netflix there's HBO now and there's like Hulu and the theaters and yeah and the theaters and right? Amazon those and, back alley those dark Amazon, back alley rooms though, Amazon's just like a huge library of yeah stuff. no Amazon doesn't care it's yeah like, it's the paid version of YouTube yeah. yeah and then and then you have like traditional like pay for TV cable. But this, at least this will create another place where people can look and go, hmm, Disney Plus is making an original show or an original movie or whatever, and if it gets on there, it's considered by the masses, people that don't know anything about media whatsoever, to consider to be legitimate. Yeah. So it does do that for people like us. It does, but... It creates another avenue for us to tell stories on. Yeah, absolutely. Because arguably there'll be more opportunity there than the mm-hmm. traditional Disney TV and film routes. Yeah. yeah, and I think the more flavors, the better, like iTunes and Disney. Like, they're, basically, it's just more more avenues for content, um, yeah. more opportunities for content creators. Um, and, yeah, I think I think they'll keep each other in check, hopefully. If you have, like, three, four, five of these, there like, is a f- yeah. you know, like, they'll, they'll, they'll balance each other but out. But they are going to try to kill one another for sure. They're everyone's competition. Yeah, because yeah, like, yeah. right now, if you talk about that, assuming that Apple's is successful, you're talking about Apple, Disney Plus, Netflix. I mean, Apple YouTube. sounds... I don't think Apple's... YouTube. Put YouTube in there. That, because I could be wrong, but I don't think Apple's streaming service yeah, is going to go anywhere. I, I, I'm ready for Apple to die. I'm ready. Ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm you ready. marked I, it, dude. I'm ready, I'm ready for them it. to just like... This was like the day back in 2008 when we marked the top price in gold. Do you remember that day? Mm-hmm. That was high. It was a high we, price. It was then... like it almost hit 2K, and we were like, "That's it. It's done. It's done forever." And it never ever got back there. Yeah, and probably never will until inflation carries probably it. Probably not for another 30 years or something until the next great yeah. thing in the economy happens. Exactly. But yeah, I don't know. Whatever. So Disney. That's that's neat, I guess. But I don't know. It's like every time I watch a Disney, like an actual Disney movie, at this point, I feel like I'm just like buying into some like. PC like 21st century ideology. Okay, so speaking of <laughs> speaking of that, are you going to yeah. watch the Aladdin live action movie cuz they God. just dropped the trailer? Looks so jank. Okay, it's got <laughs> it's got it's the movie's coming out May 24th. It stars Mina Masood as Aladdin, Naomi Scott as Jasmine and of course Will Smith. Will Smith. Well, did anyone here actually watch Beauty and the Beast? No. No. So then you're not going to watch Aladdin. I just don't care. Like Aladdin was my uh, next to Mulan. Those are my two <clears throat> my two favorite Disney movies as a kid. So, and I just don't care about the live action Aladdin, to be honest. It's like when was the last time you watched the cartoon version? Anyways, years, thing, years. The years, thing exactly. is with this, like with Aladdin, it's like it's pretty much just a straight up live action remake, as you can tell. But like, <laughs> for all the production quality it has, it still has this vibe 
of just being a really expensive fan film. It looks cheap and fake. It kind of it's kind of got the same gimmick that we basically did for video games in Corridor, which is like, what if we just made a live action version of that video game? Yeah, like, that's what if we just made a live action sure. version of our cartoon? Well, I can't help but see like, oh, we can make money <clears throat> by doing this, so let's make money. Like, where where's the art? You know, like of course they're bring they're bringing right. in people. Of course, that's and, like, what they're doing. Yeah, but it's like. Because they these just studios money, can't afford thing, to take know? huge risks on things that don't have a market already anymore. Which yeah. is like, the way that yeah. they the way that they drove movies into that, being that, bigger and bigger and bigger and well, bigger. What's the whole Marvel bigger. thing? That the Marvel thing is perfect for them because they're like, oh wait, you're telling me that there's this huge pantheon of stories that's existed for fifty years and will never run out of stuff. Yeah, and they're Basically. like perfect. No, it makes sense as a business. Makes sense. I mean, Marvel movies at this point is just a movie format of a television show. Although, you know, I don't know. Should I? Is it really worth complaining about? Because I think you can also really make a solid argument for saying, ah, people telling the same damn stories for a thousand years. Look, people still think the Bible is like really dope and in, in, <laughs> enriching. You know, it's like stories have been with us for a really long time. There's right. like all well, this, this mythology. Story, and this things. story is based on the Forty Thieves and the Ara- the Thousand and One Arabian Nights. Exactly. Which was written in the Middle Ages. Exactly. And then there's other stuff before that that was pretty similar Do you to. know about the origin of that story no but it sounds so awesome there was a ki- there was a king who the the origin of the thousand arabian nights is that there was a king who wanted to be entertained by a woman basically and each night a new he took him it took him he was, he was looking like, for a wife or something no, he was going and, to kill her yeah no and, and so each night a woman would tell him a story and then sleep with him. And then the next morning, if he decided that the story wasn't good enough, he'd kill him. And he did this a thousand nights in a row. Wait, are you sure? I I thought it was different. No, he killed a thousand women. No, I thought it was that. I thought it was like fighting nights. I thought it was like, that. Like a thousand like fighting soldiers. He would execute the woman the next day. And this woman decided that the only way she can keep that from happening is to tell him, sto- like, tell him a story that's so good that he needs to Sorry, hear the end. Right. That's That's true. And, but <laughs> the thing is. Like, and that's he, why it's a thousand yes. nights. Because she tells a story that just goes on forever and ever and ever. But then he kills her. Does he? I don't know. I don't think so. Anyway, Sounds like a pretty d- dope story. Right, so in this, two, is that story Aladdin? There's two top, no, Aladdin no, Aladdin is, one, is of one of the stories. Oh, she in tells story. a thousand stories. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, what's another one but of the stories? There's a whole bunch you, of you them. Know, like, you know the term open sesame? I have you. That's I'll, from one of her yeah, stories, too. That, How many stories does she have? <gasps> yeah. I'll bring you, I have two copies <laughs> yeah, of it. I'll bring you one. Oh, no, I was about to go on Amazon. That's even better. A thousand bangers? Like a thousand good ones? Aladdin's just seriously, it's just one of the videos that she's made. Alibaba. Oh, check out the rest of my YouTube videos. Alibaba and the 40 Thieves. That's where Open Sesame comes from. Because Alibaba was a poor man who was hiding in the bushes when a bunch of thieves ran by to a rock and then said open sesame and he went in the cave and found it was their gold cave. Is Pandora's box part of that or is that is that like Greek <clears throat> mythology? No, but right, you could add there's it two in top, there. Wait, I have a question about Aladdin. Which country does it take place in? Saudi Arabia? No. Does that look like Saudi Arabia to you? Iran? I would it's, say it's if, I had to, if I had to guess, I would say like Pakistan. Or Afghanistan. Oh yeah, it kind of looks quite like Indian, like Pakistan. Yeah. Apparently, I've never been, so I don't know. Apparently, Aladdin is originally Chinese. Really? <gasps> wow. And we're just so Whoa. Western that we're like, yeah, Pakistan. No, that it's actually. Right. It's just the story is actually like uh, it, back then it was already a mashup of different cultures. Right. It was like Chinese, like little the Silk Indian, Road and, and all that yeah. crazy. So it's yeah. always been like this mashup. Okay. But it is like when you watch the movie, it's clearly one of these made-up cultures that doesn't quite actually exist. Yeah, it's like I, partially I always thought Indian, that about the partially Arabic, yeah. partially Chinese. Same thing with like I didn't know this, but you know, like tiki culture, uh-huh. that's entirely made up. 
Tiki culture doesn't come from any. Yeah, it's post World War II people made it up. Yeah. basically. What? Along with yeah, along there's no with culture the, um, that's wait, tiki. What's the famous what? drink? Like, so Pacific Islanders drink. don't exist. The, the Pacific Islanders, like, Pacific Islanders aren't in tiki culture. What's the? So they, they never like, totems. They, and they never use like they're ne- they don't use like luau like or like freaking what are those those flower necklaces? That's have you ever heard of, Have you ever heard yeah. of a zombie drink? It's like a cocktail. Uh-huh. Made of rum and a bunch of other stuff that they serve <clears throat> at tiki bars. Sure, yeah. That like a mai tai. Mai tai. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of those drinks were created in like post World War era, or maybe there was slightly before, but basically like around that time. Wait, all Sorry. that whole culture was created. Are, like are the sure spooky not... like wooden faces on your tiki cups. Like that's not pulled from any culture. It's not like not like Easter Island had anything to do with that inspiration. Well, I, I mean, mean it's it inspired, sure inspired, but it's not an actual culture. So you're saying basically tiki culture is like Aladdin. Where it's the yes. mashup of all the specific, all the experiences mm-hmm. they had at, in Hawaii on on naval bases and mm-hmm. then fighting in the Pacific Islands. Okay, okay, yeah. and then they're like, "We love the vibes we saw on our trip. Let's bring them all home and make it yeah. one single thing instead of having to go on vacation to twenty right. different countries." Exactly. That's kind of cool. That's pretty <laughs> sweet, actually. All right, tiki culture is real. We've got. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've got. You guys are going to pick this one, okay? Okay. We can either talk about the G word, that's right, guns, oh. or we can talk about the other G word, geoengineering. Pick I know. It. I know. One geoengineering. Of I, I, I know one. Geoengineering. Of okay. It's like guns are like so twentieth century. It's so twentieth century. We figured. We figured out all. The we stuff. have rail guns now. It's yeah. Fine. <laughs> We don't okay. need we don't need to talk about guns until robots start shooting them more, right, more frequently. So here we go. <laughs> a new way to beat the heat, guys. Harvard scientists unveil a plan to artificially cool the Earth's climate. So Ready dumb. for this? So dumb. <laughs> In a process known as solar geoengineering, Harvard scientists have found that spraying millions of tons of sulfate aerosols into the sky to create a chemical canopy that reflects heat from the sun and effectively cools the planet is, quote, technically possible. Now, as climate change increases its grip on the planet, researchers at Harvard have begun to take this idea more seriously. Uh, which some people, including a man from the University of Exeter, who's a expert in climate and systems dynamics, says the fact that researchers at one of the world's top universities are costing out the deployment of such a radical scheme shows how urgently the climate change problem has become. So the question is, should we spray or should we pray? Mm-hmm. So stupid. <laughs> this is like one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. It's like saying it's like it's it's literally just spray tanning the earth because you don't. Want, it's <laughs> so. I mean, what is, what, what would happen? I mean, you it sounds it not. Fine? It sounds not chill. I heard, doesn't sound I heard, very chill. I heard magic pills are a really good way to, to We've lose done weight. This in the past with animals <laughs> and introducing foreign animals into different environments, thinking that they'll curb something, and mm-hmm. it's just it's gone sideways. Well, I mean, like. To me, this is like if I were to relate this to After Effects, it'd be like <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like my roto brush isn't working. I'm gonna have to just go in and like hope that like my program my, my program's crashing. My roto brush is like is 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 janking out, and the only way to do this is, is like if I hold caps lock and like go to the secret menu, check the secret button, and then like. Up, like like use a use a uh, uh, um, uh, like an old project file and reload it and after it's like the jankiest workaround. It feels like it, will it work? I, I don't know. Do you think they should even be costing something like this out though? I don't. I to me, wait, it strikes wait. me as something as somebody like, hey, 
hey, Mr. Scientist, would this cool the planet? He's like, uh, I, I guess. And they're like, <gasps> and they write like a huge article on it. Like it, sounds, it kind of strikes yeah. me as like one of those like kind of BS clickbait. It things. sounds yeah. like some some research assistant at Harvard working for some PhD. Like, candidate or something like came up with this and then look at this carly casella the idea was once taboo but desperate times may just call for desperate measures it's like no the idea is no it's still taboo (laughs) like are you dumb like all all these disclaimers we sprayed one thing into the environment that made it bad you think spraying a second thing is going to make it better (laughs) no we got to change our habits right right yeah and carbon uh subsidies Fossil fuel subsidies, yeah, and start adding more into the Use carbon tax. It's the magic pill. That's it's it. The magic pill thing. Like just put said, our subsidies you know? into some other place because that's right. the only reason. Put it into. I think yeah. you, you fix it by promoting technological and economic advancements. So you can by, get off of exactly. Totally. You take the subsidies that the oil companies get, and then yeah. just put them into another area that you think could use more uh, research. Right. Done. Right. Because because I don't know if it's going to foster. I don't know if it's necessarily that simple economies. because you create artificial. Uh, incentives when you do that well you create artificial incentives when you give them the subsidies oh, I, agree, I agree it's that like there pre-valuation be it's like pre-valuation money in a business though and like things like the continental railroad would have never got built if it hadn't have been for like the sure. government using money to do that yeah, and so you need you need them to sort of prop up people to be incentivized to start researching like hey what does it look like if we do True. this or if we exactly. farm this way if we use water this way or that way and we we better utilize energy and then from there then you let the businesses take yeah. off. But you definitely want to be attacking the, the problem from all angles. Right. And and instead of just giving away subsidies to businesses that are already in place, but that, yeah. you know, exactly. that's, that's rough. I think people would go, oh, I think people would start <clears throat> voting for people who are into, I guess, solving or at least dealing with climate change if uh, they actually got to feel the full price of what oil costs them. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Put them in a barrel? No, and the subsidies for uh, oh. fossil fuels. Oh, right. <laughs> put them in a barrel. Or put, put them in a barrel. Put them in a barrel of oil. I'm going to put you in my barrel and you'll Church see the truth. And then you'll be paying $150 for that barrel instead of 50 <laughs> All right. Well, um, that's it. I mean, we solved solar geoengineering. We solved we it. We determined that Disney's new thing might be good or bad. Um <laughs> We uh, we just we, figured, we solved what would happen if you were behind a Boeing seven thirty seven Max eight, and of course, we've determined that <clears throat> Sam's okay with cheating to get into college. I didn't say okay with cheating. <laughs> I'm saying I'm okay with paying people paying a little extra. Paying a little extra. <laughs> paying, pe- paying, so bribery. Okay. Paying a little Sorry. extra. Okay, yeah. It's like kid, kid, kid dumb. Add, add a thirty thousand dollar check in the envelope. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's a reconsider fee. <laughs> I think I'll take a little close at this. Remember, guys, this the reconsideration file. fee is three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. All right. Or maybe um, will this photoshopped photo of him racing a car. Well, this was really fun. If you guys uh, enjoyed this video or this podcast, definitely let us know because uh, I like this format. We should probably do more of them. Yeah. Next time we talk about space travel and extra dimensions. And what you and see on the surface ain't what dwells beneath, pal. And a crazy plan. <laughs> a crazy plan to, uh, to uh, I don't know. Solve other some, wor- some other world problems or something to Who unpack knows? the world's most badass memes. How to eat chips with no teeth. <laughs>
How do you, <laughs> like I say, how do you eat chips with no crunch? Oh, you just make them wet first. Oh, you turn them yeah. back into tortillas. That's for, that's for the next episode. Next. All right. Next time, Nico teaches you how to eat chips silently. <laughs> that's great. Oh, hey guys, subscribe, hit that bell. You know, there's two options on the bell now. That's right. You can click it and you'll see there's two different options. Sometimes, always, never. Sometimes, you, Sometimes, always, never. Keep ring- ringing the bell until you're satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What Apparently, the, subscriptions... What are the two options? What are the two? Well, they have to click to find out. It's a little mystery. Oh. Clint, I'm trying to incentivize our audience to click that bell. Because you, know yeah. you know what YouTube you, told me? Subscriptions, they're just, like, they're just like the like button. They don't matter. It's the notifications that are the new subscription. Yeah. And only one of the notifications actually counts. Yeah, you ring the bell until you discover the truth. That's confusing. Turn on that always <laughs> bell, boys. All right. Thanks for watching. <laughs>